episode 158, the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. And it's all about positive and useful conversations. Troy, what do you think about that topic? So relevant in today's market, Adrian. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago and we noticed that there's a lot of good negative spin across the real estate industry and also from the media, um, every aspect. You turn on the news at night, you read the paper, there's always a negative story. And I think, you know, if you look at the things that drive newspaper sales and eyeballs watching the media, it's normally dramatic and it's normally negative. Um, so right now, there's a really good opportunity and we've been noticing with a lot of the clients we're coaching, the positive spin they have on things and the way that that can influence and impact people in a positive way is definitely paying dividends. And so today's episode is all about breaking down the key moments in a real estate sales campaign that our followers and our listeners can use to create positive influence and also impact on their clients, buyers, sellers, landlords, tenants, um, to create a bit of momentum. So this is an exciting one. And I know that it's something Mm. that's dear to your heart, Adrian, because you had a philosophy um, in your campaigns and still today with your campaigns that you represent and the interactions you have as an auctioneer is every time you walk into a property, you treat it as if it's your birthday. And every single person that's attending that property is there to see you. And now when you think about that, it's pretty amazing because when you're at your birthday party, um, if you've had a big celebration, you're normally really excited to see everyone there you say hello with a friendly smile, you give them information, you sometimes engage with them to say, oh, I saw you around the corner last week, I saw you at the the shops, or so great to catch up again and um, really happy to see you kind of thing. That can happen in real estate. And the clients and the communities that most of our clients work in, um, they can do this on a daily basis, regardless whether it's in the office, going into the coffee store, the local coffee shop, or at an open for inspection, right? Absolutely, no doubt. And that's why we're calling it positive and useful because, you know, it's not just all about acting positive and being positive, but, you know, those useful and constructive conversations are absolutely critical, Troy, because you look at the opportunities an agent has to connect with other clients, whether it's buyers or sellers, we're at open houses, we're at listing appointments, we're at market appraisals, uh, we're we're approached by people on the street, how's the market? And, you know, I just think, as we touched on last week, there's just so much negativity. And really, we should be focusing on the facts. Now, the best part about what happened this week is CoreLogic came out with their HVI, which is the Home Value Index. That is like the Dow Jones of real estate. Now, the good part about this is it talks about property values, not necessarily just about property sales. So clearance rate is one thing, but that's very esoteric because there's only a certain audience that are interested in clearance rates who are people looking to to buy or sell. But when you're talking about the HVI, the Home Value Index, That's sales and values, and it's swept through not only the sale data, but also the valuation data that runs throughout the nation. And we've seen now for four consecutive months that June also ended up in a positive of 1.1% increase. That's 1.1%. Last month was 1.2%. And leading the charge was Sydney at 1.7% for the month and Brisbane at 1.3%. So in fact, all capital cities increased for the month of June in value, not in sales, but in value 
except for Hobart, and that was only down by point three of a percent. So it was it was negligible, really. So that's real life data, and the other real life objective data is we had a pause on interest rates. I know that economists were split fifty fifty. However, I'm not totally surprised because we did see headline inflation come down and soften last week at 5.6%. So they're obviously looking at headline inflation, not just core inflation at the moment, which I'm really delighted about. And there's always talk about rates coming down next year. There's still talk about potentially another two increases. But with this pause, how do we know? We shouldn't just be singing that song about rates going up, people coming off mortgages. We should be talking about the values of real estate, we should be talking about if someone is looking to buy or sell, why why not now? What's the opportunity cost of waiting? You know, so I think useful and constructive conversations, Troy, is what agents need to equip themselves over the next week, including auctioneers as well. The biggest influence that I see, Adrian, is um, education and knowledge really does arm you with these conversations. When you hear a negative comment, it's interesting to continue that conversation, but the actual real insight comes from the education point or learning more to understand and then pass on how that affects the individual market that each one of our agents is working in. Um, Broadly speaking, the media normally talks about metropolitan markets or regional markets or specific locations where they've seen those biggest changes, where the reality is in each market, we're actually seeing a different story. Consistently, like you said, month on month, we've seen increases in valuations by CoreLogic uh, RP data. And also the volume of uh, transactions has determined that there's a higher buy-in rate in regards to competitive bidding at auction and also clearance rates. So that buoyancy is probably leaning and making a little bit of the vendors out there or the potential vendors a little bit more aspirational in regards to the transactions. So what does that mean for your market? What does that mean as an individual? What does that mean for the pipeline that you're talking to? And how are you having those conversations is incredibly relevant right now for our agents. Now, you need to give them the macro, but then also the micro. And I think that's the main point, Adrian, that I think we want to get across is make sure that the communications you're having are not a generalist view. There's very specific about your market and what's happening to that client's style, configuration, location of property. Totally, Troy. And it's not just the content, but also the delivery. So, you know, as we as we just talked about, there's so many opportunities to connect with clients, buyers, sellers, tenants, landlords. So the content is important. Make sure it's objective. Make sure it's factual. But your delivery via your energy is equally as important. We heard Ryan Serhat at Eric Troy talk about energy as a tactic. Um, I, I couldn't agree me more. I mean, I see it. I say energy is a strategy and humility is your superpower. They're, they're to my sayings. I think an agent equipped with humility definitely has an edge and an agent equipped with decent quality energy is definitely equipped and, and far in front of their competition. So the delivery of the message is just so critical. You know, I mean, if you, you think about it, Troy, you know, if you're selling a property to a buyer, if you're pitching a listing to a potential seller, you talk about facts, quote some data, and then deliver it with calm and confident energy. Mm. That that combination is unstoppable. You know, there's there's no 
no doubt that you'll be way in front of your competition rather than an agent who's just, you know, talking, talking, you know, arbitrarily saying, oh, I think the market was, was you know, going to go a little bit up or a little bit down. And then their energy around it is either flat or it's not, not with conviction. There's no doubt that that agent um, who's delivering objective data with great energy is going to be in front. Language is important, Adrian, and I think that a lot of people do get into the just telling people what they want to hear, but you've just said a lot um, in regards to the tonality, the delivery, and the, the also the environment that you speak. And so those points, along with what we've discussed earlier, I think really, really will set people up for success in the next couple of months. And we've seen it. We've seen those great agents that are doing well are going to continue their momentum um, and continue to get some outstanding results uh, in the market. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at the quality and the standard of a number of our clients that we're dealing with and the, the levels that they're taking their business to um, and streamlining um, their productivity, which is really important. Adrian, can I ask you a question in regards mm. to an open for inspection? Because I think that's where we meet the most amount of people and we're always busy, uh, whether it's five people coming through, whether it's 40 people coming through. In your experience over the years that you were working really closely and leading those campaigns, what were some of the key points that you always spoke about to a potential client, buyer, neighbour, someone that just walked past the open and saw the flag out? What were some of the key things that you spoke to them about to create a positive environment but also give them the right information to help make the right decision, whether it's, you know, purchasing that property or selling in 15 years' time? The important factor here troy is is listening and being empathetic because everyone comes to an open for inspection for completely different reasons either as you said they're walking past or they're actively looking to purchase and what i find is too many agents are busy just identifying key accommodation points of the property oh you know i'll be out the front just pop in uh it's two two bedrooms and there's a lounge rather than saying oh do you mind if i ask what's your purpose for looking today oh looking as an investment great so at that particular point why wouldn't your radar go up and focus on the investment aspects of that particular property so what would you look for infrastructure what would you look for parking what would you look for rentability what would you look for yield um, and if someone's saying, oh, I'm looking to upsize, downsize, not that you really want to just say what they want to hear, but why wouldn't you tap into their frequency, their energy and understand their needs and therefore deliver a message that's purposeful? And also you're representing your seller in a much better way by being quite uh, diverse in your skill set and knowledge of the property. So is it important to know that um, the owner had their their son's 21st with 86 people out the back and it was still a very comfortable situation? Absolutely. You know, is it important to know that, um, you know, there's there's the, the, the second the second bathroom has been very useful for that particular family given the the frequency and busyness of that family's needs getting rushed into into school, etc. So there's all these stories, Troy, that that could be told. And I feel that the best agents are the best storytellers and just little anecdotes from the family situation when you're at the listing appointment, being able to listen, absorb, uh, make mental notes, make physical notes around scenarios, situations, uh, stories, and also 
key lifestyle and investment attributes of the property, not just key accommodation, because that can just be seen on the floor plan or that can just be seen on the photos when people are looking through. What else can you do in order to add value to your seller, but also importantly to the buyer that's coming through? So I think that's that's been the key uh, message, you know, throughout my selling career and what I try and coach uh, around with agents talking about open for inspections and adding that extra degree of value. On the final point, Adrian, before we wrap up for this session, I know that a big part of your management of your clients was using case studies at Open for Inspections to convey a positive message because each result that you had out there in the market was really a positive outcome in regards to where the buyer came from, where they saw the first ad, whether it was the harm of their dreams, all of those types of factors that come into it and also the journey of the vendor as well in regards to listing the property, staging the property, Open for Inspections, feedback meetings, leading up to auction day negotiation after auction whatever that circumstance may be but it's a forgotten art we actually forget a lot of the time I think as an industry to convey those messages and each property that we do transact actually does have a case study associated with it so for listeners out there be mindful that a lot of the tonality a lot of the language a lot of the information and content that you're providing um, you can really have a positive influence as well with some great case studies and it can be applied to so many different factors time of listing pipeline listing also at the campaign at Open for Inspections. AB? Absolutely, Troy. And that's why I find that material, material and visuals at listing appointments shouldn't just be showed and, and, and you know, have the client just absorb it verbatim. What they should be doing is triggering a story and triggering a conversation. So a little hack, for example, if you're at a listing appointment, might be on a case study to have a copy of the agency agreement then a copy of the open for inspection list, and then a copy of the REA and domain stats, a copy of the reserve form, a copy of the amount of registrations, and then the sold price. Imagine the story you can tell through each of those pieces of documentation. Um, and if you're an open for inspection, you might have a frequently asked questions, which mm. could be very factual, but imagine the stories you could tell around, okay, what are the closest schools? Oh, okay, the, this family school went to Scott's or wherever it might be. Did you know that the bus route? There's just so much that you can talk about. And I think just reading stuff verbatim uh, or showing uh, visuals at an open for inspection can be very distracting, but if it triggers the agent to tell a story and have a conversation, I think it's very, very beneficial. Awesome. Episode number 158, we are done. Uh, thank you, listeners. Thank you for all the feedback. Adrian, um, also, thank you for the updated graphics. Uh, a lot of people have been commenting. We've been getting <laughs> emails through. Uh, new graphics for the podcast. Loving that stuff comes through. So, listeners, again, please continue to send through your conversations, Adrian. Um, also, a little bit of a plug for you and your business. I know that you're doing extremely well, but you're also featuring on Sky. I know that people have been watching you on the Instagram profile. You're on that tonight again uh, for those yes. that want to tune in or you'll post the recording out. But keep an eye out for some new content that we've been working on as well uh, for the tail end of uh, this year. So we're going to launch some really cool initiatives um, and we want as many of our followers and listeners to be involved in that program with us as well. So keep an eye out, Adrian, as always. Um, speak to you very soon. Episode number 158 coming to an end. We'll see you all again next week. Absolutely, Troy. A lot coming with the Troy and Bo show as always. Stay tuned.